What's up, everybody? Welcome to our podcast, Couldn't Make This Up If I Tried. I'm La Chancla. And this is Yessi. We are two first-gen Latinas. Chismeando about mental health and wellness. Keeping it lighthearted while, while keeping, keeping it real. Welcome back. This is part two of our discussion on ansiedades, anxieties, where we will focus on self-care. Priscilla will give us a peek into her toolbox where we hope that you may find some helpful tips for you. Make sure you stick around for the very end where Priscilla will guide us through some meditation. Hello, hello. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, hey, Uh, hey. As we mentioned in our past uh, episode, this is going to be a part two to... um, La Yesi and I discussing with Priscilla, um, anxiety, ansiedad, our community. This is kind of like this. This one will be probably a little bit more lighthearted. It'll be the lighthearted part of our of our conversations. Um, we're gonna share uh, what we've been doing um, to take care of ourselves. Uh, we're gonna learn about Priscilla's toolbox. Uh, I'm really excited personally. Uh, I'm gonna take some notes. I have my pen right next to my paper. <laughs> there it is. There it is. And I am gonna write some down because I want to try a few of these out. How's everyone doing? Good. I was just gonna do a really quick stretch. Well, not right now. I mean, <laughs> between the episodes <laughs> to just get my myself going again, and apparently it did not work because look at this right now. I'm a mess. I'm a mess. <laughs> How are you, Priscilla? <laughs> oh no I mean you know sometimes being a mess is the best place you could be so enjoy it enjoy <laughs> being that mess <laughs> um what was the question <laughs> <laughs> We're that, like it's Sunday afternoon the sun is actually shining ish well, I don't know, Priscilla, because where you live, sometimes the weather's like <laughs> <laughs> it's snowing. I'm just kidding; it's not snowing. <laughs> I was like, "What, really?" <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> well, we were just like uh, recapping on our last episode, where like we talked about anxiety, and then in this episode, we're gonna talk a bit more about our tools. Oh my God, I can't talk right now. Our toolbox. So one of the things that we wanted to kind of like share about our self-care, right? But before we go into self-care, what is really self-care, right? We we talk about it a lot. It's a buzzword that I think is kind of hot. Everybody talks like self-care, self-care. But Priscilla, can you kind of explain or walk us through what is self-care and why is it important? Yeah. Um Self-care. I wrote, cuídate a ti misma. Um, Taking care of yourself, like first, foremost, before anything and everything. Above all, um, if you remember from the last episode, you heard me talk about my job and my life. Um, I am a youth and family therapist. Um, My biggest role is helping others, caring for others. And if I'm going to do that as a life, like, practice and as a a professional, then I got to take care of myself all the time, 110%. And doing all of the things that are good for me, um, for my mind, my body and my soul. And um, it's not a one size fits all at all. It's uh, different for everybody, because we are all so different and unique, we need different things. Obviously, um, this episode is going to be about me and like what I've got to share with the world, but take what you like and leave what you don't, you know, or leave it all, whatever, whatever's good for you. <laughs> yeah, this reminded me, and I know we talked about it in one of our previous episodes, but it reminded me of, of that episode in Hentified, uh, where the mom was trying to get some self-care done. I think like the daughter was trying to get her into like doing um, just like a routine to, to really just take care of herself, right? And then the mom was really struggling at the beginning of to like, kind of like, what do you mean I have to slow down and kind of like just even get going uh, with like putting a face mask on to just like relax, right? Because I think in, in our comunidad, even though it's such a big buzzword, I think a veces it's so hard for us to kind of like slow down and really just take care of ourselves, right? I mean, I, I don't know if you guys see it with your family, but right now, like 
I'm staying with my parents because I don't want to be by myself <laughs> during this whole pandemic thing. But, um, you know, even seeing it with my parents, for them to just take a day to just like relax and do something, it's so much, right? Like even on the weekend, they're always like, oh, tenemos que limpiar el baño, tenemos que limpiar afuera, tenemos que hacer eso, tenemos que hacer lo otro. And then when they did, it's like, well, you just got to relax, right? Because like, what, what's going to happen when you retire? They're like, no, I can't do that right now. It's not, it's not something that's feasible. They will find things to clean. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's different. And then, yeah, I mean, like, for example, for me, like my self-care, uh, when I'm like feeling stressed or anxious, I, and I've shared this with the kids that I work with, and they always think I'm weird. But like, for me, it's like washing dishes right? I, that's like my me time. I'm not bothered by anyone. I'm not having a conversation with anyone. It's just me, the dishes, and I get the huge satisfaction once they're done, right? Especially when they're like, tienen comida pegada or like greasiness, and then I clean it and then they're good to go, right? That that's my self-care. But people find it weird because <laughs> it is a chore, right? It's not like really necessarily where I'm just like, you know, putting my mat like a face mask on or just like watching a little bit of Netflix. But that's the like the thing that I like to do. And I don't know, I mean like for you guys, what are some of the things that um or what does self-care looks like for you in your lives? Well, I was actually thinking about that when you were talking about um that hentified uh is one of my favorite probably like scenes in the entire series because I thought I thought a lot about my mom and like when um Priscilla was talking about it being not one size fits all I think that our our parents in the in our community um specifically right they they grew up uh as the caretakers and especially for like my mom who's the oldest um of the girls in her family she didn't really ever get to chill ever you know she was taking care of someone whereas now like we we hear that analogy of like you got to put your own your your mask on first right like the airplane analogy um she doesn't she doesn't really like get that and I think that like this morning we were talking about that and that kind of like led into you know a little explosion <laughs> uh between she and I like because I you know we were talking about taking care and then I don't know I hit a trigger and it was something that like kind of sent her into like definitely I'm not going to do that and yeah I you know came out of the shower and she did find a new thing to clean so we're gonna work on that and I think she's like open to it so sometimes what I do with her is if I know um that she's gonna go chill in her room because she does have like um, specific hours I'll show up with like a face mask because I always have those on deck um, <laughs> as little pick-me-ups and I'll just be like here we're gonna mask and and she has no choice she has to do it with me <laughs> but uh, for me myself I think it's been hard to find something right now because that's what I look at as my mom not being able to close the tabs in her head um, earlier rather than like maybe like chill for a little bit instead of doing that you know she went and found a new project and um, and and I think for me right now, it's harder to close tabs because I have nowhere to go. In, in like a regular like day, in a regular life, I would go and I would have tea with some of my friends, you know, like it was like a weekly thing. Um, and so I, I, I'm trying to figure out ways of doing that now. So we just did that, you know, almost Friday, two days ago, see the days, they're blurring. <laughs> Um, and, and we did that and that was nice to get to have tea. There is a lot of tea being, being drink, drunk, drink <laughs> in this house right now. Um, everybody's drinking tea. If I was to show you uh, my tea cupboard, which my, might you know, take a picture of it, snap a pic and then put it on our Instagram so you can see like, it's a serious thing. El café y el té aquí en mi casa son cosas serias. So everybody has their own like coffee apparatus. So that, that's, that's cool for me too, um, is tea or coffee that's like my self-care chill out uh I want to talk a little bit about what we were saying about our our mothers and our grandmothers so many like thoughts came to mind so many visual thoughts which is really beautiful um that I want to share with you um I think that like it, I like to go back in time a lot with our culture and like our people and I, I like to think back like what was happening um, long before, um, when we were hunters and gatherers, right? Like we were always moving, always doing something. There was always something to do in the community. Um, someone always had to pick up the slack, you know, if you were able-bodied, if you weren't a baby, then you were probably working hard to make the community work. 
And I think that that evolved through time, um, even post-colonization. There was always something that, that, the, that we were doing, that we were working on, that we were working towards. And then I think about the transition, like from, from being in, in Mexico and Latin America and then migrating to, to the U.S. Um, we, our families migrated here to work hard uh, for the American dream. And the American dream meant hard work. And it meant that you were made, uh, you made yourself useful in this community to maintain and stay in this community. And so if I think about like your, the stories I'm hearing about your parents, they reflect the stories about my parents. My parents are, are hardworking individuals. Um, they always had something to do. To this day, they always have something to do. Um, the work never stops. Uh, I'm grateful I don't live with them at this point in time in my life and I could leave dirty dishes in the sink um, and there's a little bit of dust hanging around my house because I know that if I live with mom and dad, um, no me dejaban, you know, like siempre hay algo que hacer en la casa and that is so challenging but so true about who we are. And then I think about... Um, and so then if like we move on to this idea about self-care and I think about them, like how do they... How did they take care of themselves? Because they did. They, they worked hard, but they took care of themselves. And there's so many different ways that they did that. And um, a beautiful image that came to mind was my grandma. And, and just thinking about my grandma as being uh, an immigrant and working really hard in this country, um, but she always managed to take time. So I think about um, her garden. I think about her front yard and all the beautiful flowers and the chile and the cilantro that she was growing in her front yard and, and how she took time out of her busy schedule from work and from maintaining her home and raising her children and her grandchildren to tend to the garden. And I think it's because she loved it. She loved watching her flowers bloom and everything grow. And then my grandma loved coloring. It was like one of her favorite pastimes. And so she took time out of her busy schedule to sit down with a coloring book and crayons or colored pencils and, and just sit there and color for hours. Um, and then whenever she cooked or cleaned, there was always music bumping. Like no matter what, it could have been musica cristiana or musica mexicana um, or the platters, which is like some old school 50s band. Uh, there was always music bumping. And I think it was what kept her alive. Like I'm going to make these beans for the family. I'm going to make these sopas, but I'm going to have a good time doing it. And so I think that those are the, the images, the things that I thought about while you ladies were talking about self-care in my family. I like that because you do bring up a good point. I guess I never really thought about that, but that maybe like it's not necessarily like, you know, I'm going to go get a massage or I'm going to go and, and do this, but like even just taking care of something that it means like a lot to them, right? Like I can think my, my dad prides himself for his grass, like front yard and backyard, the grass <laughs> is like fluffy uh, and it's nice and then he takes care of it right like and then if there's something wrong with it he'll go and fix it dig a hole like dig, like put new seats for the grass and boom it blooms right so he takes a lot of pride of that and even like in like in the afternoon like when he gets home from work like just watering the plants um, so yeah, I never really thought about that like being like a way of self-care because we're like always so hard on them we're like hey like you know like why don't you just like come inside and relax, do this, do that, right? But maybe their idea of self-care is not what my idea of self-care is. That's really, um, I'm glad you said that because I was actually thinking that. I was thinking that to them maybe, you know, because we we do have a different view of what self-care is because either we, hear, like we're saying, it's a buzzword. We hear it. We, um, <laughs> I can't get that meme out of my head that I shared with you earlier that was like, I couldn't find it. I was trying to find it, but it says something to like the degree of like self-care, you know, like uh, meditate, uh, shove a crystal up your ass and levitate above a church or something, right? So it's like that we're always getting all these things that we should do, that we have to do to take care of ourselves. But maybe for our parents or like our grandparents to them taking care of themselves is taking care of, maybe when they're taking a break from taking care of us, it's taking care of their 
their plants or something something else my mom right now she's like working on dying her own roots <laughs> you know because all the sal- salons are closed but I think about them and their self-care is really similar to what you ladies are saying you know they go out and they like work on their plants and my mom like I think that's when I see her the most peaceful is when she's watering and she has her little nook like my cousin's husband made her um it's really cute. I'll take a picture and send you guys. But she has like her seeds and her like little, the little water. I don't know. What is that called? Do you know what I'm talking about? Where you put the water to water the plants, the plant waterer. <laughs> she has that and like other little tools and she, she'll go and she'll do that. And, um, and, and to them, taking care of things might just be the way that they take care of themselves, you know, and, and, and me in that battle with my mom with like, why can't you just chill? Maybe I'm just going to have to like wave my little white flag. And because as you were saying that, I'm realizing that is how she takes care of herself is by taking care of others or plants or taking care of something. Right. And I think part, again, that's part of our community too, right? We're like caretakers. Um, we're givers and we're care caretakers, right? And then I'm kind of like, I guess curious, kind of like, how does that look like um, our self-care versus community care? Uh, what, like, I mean, I guess, how do you see that happening um, in our Latino community or Latinx community? Como le quieras llamar. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I think, first of all, I want to say like, you know, don't beat yourself up if you are like us, um, pushing our parents to take care of themselves or, you know, sharing with our tias and tios the hashtag self-care memes. Like, yeah, I, I think that it comes naturally. Like we're, we're nurturing, we're caring. We like to be in people's business and we want to make sure that these people are taking care of business. Um, and so that's a, that's a big part of community care. And I see that a lot in, in our community. Um, and it, again, it comes from that rich history of, of who we are and, and where we came from. Um, this community of people who are, are looking to be connected and are looking to help one another in any way, which way or form. Um, I remember a lot of my time like living in, in Mexico City and if I was at my tia's house, for example, and I said, like, you know, they're eating something. And I'm like, no, ahorita no me siento bien. Like, let's say I overate earlier and I didn't want to eat again, or I was just having, like, menstrual cramps, whatever, right? But how many of you have experienced, like, all the tias rallying up and trying to give you something? Like, no, te voy a dar este tecito. Te voy a dar una toallita para la calentura. Te voy a dar esto. ¿Por qué no te acuestas? It's like... Hold up, Diaz. Everybody all of a sudden became doctoras and enfermeras in the room because everybody is looking to take care of one another. Um, and I think that that's what I am seeing in our community is just everybody stepping up to the plate and, and trying to help. I don't know if that answers the question, but yeah. It's true because our community sort of rallies together. I mean, we see that a lot too. Um, you know, like if something happens to a vecino or like someone in our family, as a community, we do come together to kind of find ways to um, help the family out or support them, whether that is, hey, let me bring some food or, hey, I can babysit or whatever that might look like. Um, and I think that's a beautiful part of the community, right? That when even like when hard, like times are not hard but especially when times are hard that we rally together to try to figure out how to help each other out and and I think that's that's huge right it makes you feel loved for care for um and yeah I can think of many examples I'm sure you guys can too of situations where the community rallied together and really kind of like took care of us too but yeah yeah I I also think about um my experience with um, joining you lovely ladies at our place of employment. And um, it was a, a scary transition for me. Um, I, I was moving from Southern California to to Portland, Oregon. And a lot of people told me that um, that there wasn't any Latinos here. Like, ¿qué vas a hacer? No hay Latinos. And I thought, like, really? Like, there's no Latinos? How is this gonna, you know, how is this gonna work? Mm-hmm. Um, and at our place of employment, something really beautiful happened. And I think that that's like, 
one of my big, like the best examples of community care that I could think of. It's like, we're like magnets. It was just like, all the Latinas got together and we started having lunch together and we started sharing our food, like our chips and our hot Cheetos and chocolates together and our salsas and, um, you know, spilling the tea whenever we felt that we needed to. And also like, if you ever need to just like desahogarte at work, we're there for you. Like, Come in, sit down, let it all out. We're here to listen. You feel better and then go back to your office. Everything's going to be okay. And so I think that that's a really cool example of, of our community stepping up and, and taking care of one another. In, and it's not like any cliche or fancy way, you know, it's like Sandra's dad made salsa. She brought it. We all shared and it was beautiful. It's great. It's like, can you tell your dad to give me the receta? You know? Yeah. We share recetas, we share food. Yep, you're right. Yeah. I'll ask him and he'll probably love it to make a video for our Instagram. Yeah, there I'll you go. Food. Yes, <laughs> please. Por favor. That was beautiful. Just remembering that too, from when you both ladies like first came to our pay, our place of employment, you know, and, and they like slowly, you know, we each kind of um, being able to like cling because sometimes clinging is the word, you know, when you feel like, man, I'm out here and I don't know what I'm doing. There are people that, you know, are trying to help me, but they don't necessarily like know or relate to a lot of the feelings and the kids, you know, they don't, they come to them for different reasons. And when they come to us, it's a very specific, you know, reason. Um, so that, that, that reminded me of that on a little bit of a bigger scale. And I totally didn't even mean to like shout them out and maybe we'll have them on a different episode, but I have some friends over in Hermiston with the Raices organization um, that, you know, during this time when we're talking about like relief and like we get into like sometimes how much, you know, I know any help is some help, but you know, it doesn't mean that everyone was eligible for that help, but they put together a uh, farm workers fund um, for the farm workers out in Hermiston. And I'll, I'll ask, but I'm sure they would be thrilled to like ha have me link that on this episode in case anyone feels inclined and has the means to be able to help out because, you know, that's our community that's keeping us fed right now, right? And, you know, they're they're taking care of us to try to take care of our families. So it's only fair, you know, that like, it's only the right thing <laughs> for us to be able to, you know, if we can, you know, help out and have them get some of that relief. And that's a great example of community care. Shout out to them because I'm always seeing them, you know, out in Hermiston doing, doing cool things like that, um, uh, Myra Roy and Lily and Lily, I've never called her Lily, <laughs> but, um, and, uh, their sister, uh, Veronica that are out there working hard. So shout out to you guys. I'm going to link them. So you guys, if you want to help you, uh, most definitely can. Yeah, that's awesome. And I think it's, it's true. I, I think it's a good way to, a good reminder, right. That, that we can also be supportive and helpful if we can to, um, a lot of our community. And it just kind of reminds me a lot of, um, you know, with this whole thing of self-care, we, we often talk about self-care and I think one of the important, important things as to why self-care is important is that if we don't take care of ourselves, that we are going to burn out. Right. And I think, um, we see it a lot probably in our families, coworkers, friends that, again, because we are such a given community that sometimes we forget to kind of like listen to what our needs are. And I think that's one of the hard things for a lot of us, kind of like even knowing what our need may be at that moment. Um, so if you have a friend or you notice like, hey, like they might be really struggling, uh, but maybe they're not really too much into self-care. <laughs> maybe just kind of like share this episode with them or kind of share some tips that you're going to learn about self-care. Or maybe just like even sending something little, like as much as a card to just remind them that they're doing great. And then that, you know, that they need to take care of themselves and you're thinking about them. It, it goes a long way too, right? I mean, self-care looks like so many different things. It could be like anything. Um, so just a reminder that, you know, kind of like how Sandra said, um, you know, you got to put your air mask first before we can be um, supportive of, our, of others and helpful of others. and also with that, like just knowing what your boundaries are too. 
right? Like if you're not able to help that person, like acknowledging that like, hey, it's okay, you know, like maybe I can redirect them somewhere else where they can get some support and help because that's could sometimes feel like really heavy too. And that goes for everything, for self-care and community care, I think. Um, but anyway, um, I'm going to pass it on to Priscilla because um, we want to learn, like, what are some of your tools uh, that you use for self-care, um, if you don't mind sharing it with our audience, because uh, I know that this is this is what they're here for. <laughs> I mean, aside from listening to us, <laughs> uh, but just because they want to learn, right? What are some of the things that I can do to, to kind of help with uh, myself? Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm glad we... Um... We made it into a two episode because it's such um, such a big box to unpack, I feel. And um, I'm going to try to to keep myself organized because it's, it's one of my favorite topics and I could get off topic on it a lot. Um, so I guess a little bit of back history um, as to when I met self-care because we, we didn't know each other when I was younger. Um, I definitely didn't know self-care um, too much when I was in my teen years. I wish I did. And I didn't know it much when I was in my 20s either um, until like maybe, yeah, maybe my 20s, maybe mid-20s or something like that. Um, but yeah, I realized that I needed to step it up and taking care of myself um, naturally, I think because I'm a professional helper and I've always, and I'm a natural helper and I'm Miss Latina. Like I am all in for caring for other people. Um, I love taking care of my partner. I love taking care of my family. I love taking care of the house. Um, but what about me? And, and what about like all the things that make me feel good? Um, and, in my mind and in my body and in my soul so that I could be set straight for doing all the other things that I want to do in life and take care of all the other things I want to take care of. Um, so I learned and I'm like continually learning such an inspired by this idea of a ritual. Um, I think that rituals are amazing. They set me up for success they are super important. Um, and, and rituals could be also be like a routine or um, maybe something that you have to at first like pencil into your calendar if that's what it looks like for you. Remember, everybody's different. We all need different things. Um, but my rituals start like first thing in the morning. And I think that that's so important. So waking up, um, a lot of us, I feel wake up and we like zombie the phone to our face. Like, Oh, what time is it? What's Sandra doing on Instagram? She probably made her smoothie already. Where's Yessie at? What did she make for dinner last night? You know, you're just like, um, so I have been trying really, really, really hard to break away from that ritual because I find that that's not enriching for me. Like, I love checking in on my girls on Instagram, but I know that could wait because it's going to be there when I when I see it, when I need it, right? Um, getting up and out of bed and washing my face, like something about putting soap and water to my face first thing in the morning makes me feel really refreshed. Um, it's really important to me. Uh, tapping into my like my facial care routine, spraying some rose water on my face, putting a little bit of aceitito just to feel moisturized is important. Um, brushing my teeth. There's something really like ritualistic about just taking those two minutes and brushing my teeth. Um, sometimes I do squats or a little yoga stretch while I'm because I'm getting I'm getting ready to move. Like it's my time to get going in the morning. Um, talked a little bit about the importance of te and cafe. Um, obviously, te and cafe is my everything. A hot beverage is my first go-to in the morning. So uh, something about like setting my coffee maker up or boiling the hot water and really just taking time to be present with what I'm doing, not thinking about what I'm going to do today, not thinking about Instagram, just like really honing in and focusing on one thing at a time really helps me stay present and grounded. Um, another thing that I've incorporated in my morning ritual is um, greeting the sun. So the sun 
has a lot of power in it um, and it's got a lot of vitamin D to share with us. And it also helps with our circadian rhythm, which also helps with our sleep cycle. Um, so if I could do that first thing in the morning, like make my way outside, um, that's super important to me. So I have Kona, he's my dog and he needs to take care of some business in the morning. And so Kona and I take care of business together. Kona does what he's got to do. I get to greet the sun. Um, I've thought about, and sometimes I do it, like I talk on the phone or I listen to some music, but the days that I don't, the days that I'm just like silently present with the earth and silently present with the sun and the birds and the scenery around me really um, sets me up for success. And I'm moving my body because that's really important to me, the movement in my body. Um, and then I come back, I come back from that glorious, you know, five, 10, 20 minute walk with Kona. And, um, uh, it's really important for me to continue that practice of movement. So I get my handy dandy yoga mat and I throw it out wherever it fits. Um, there's, there's no need for a special space or place for your yoga mat. Just throw that thing out there and just start moving. Um, and sometimes it's silent and sometimes it's to my favorite tunes. And um, obviously I practice yoga and I'm certified in yoga. So I, I kind of do it on my own, but you could you know tap into all the lovely people sharing their yoga moves on Instagram. Um, and then I just get my body moving and I stretch it out. Um, and something really special about yoga is that it helps you tune in to your breath. Um, so the type of yoga that I practice is a breath to body movement. And so with every inhale and exhale, my body is moving in a certain way and it's allowing me to find the ground beneath me to be, feel really connected to the ground. And it kind of, it like stabilizes me and my mood for the day. Um, this morning ritual takes about, you could take anywhere from like half an hour to like two hours. It just depends on how much time I want to spend loving myself first thing in the morning. Um, luckily Brian is sleeping like a bear most mornings. So I get that time to myself. Um, and then after I've, you know, wiggled all the, the creeks out and, and I feel nice and light, I uh, pour myself my hot cup of joe. And um, I like to sit and I like to breathe and just like set myself up for success, roll my mat up, put it away and, and start my day. It's one of my most important self-care rituals and practices that I'm sharing with you. I love that. Um, and I love the way that you put it, like just time to love yourself. Because um, I think that's one of the, the things that we tend to forget, that it's okay to love ourselves, right? Like to really take care of ourselves, our body, our mind, like everything that just goes with it. And, I, and, and that's beautiful. It inspired me to, <laughs> to really start doing that because I'm such not a morning person. And it's just sometimes hard for me to like, you know, like when I wake up to just fully feel like ready to go. But I think you're right. If you are to set a routine and you have something that you already know that you're looking forward to doing the next day and you already know that it's there um, and it's your you time, that it might be the most helpful. Um, one of the things that I, you mentioned is the circadian rhythm. What is mm -hmm. that? I want to know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I feel like I don't know the proper definition but it's just it goes along with our REM cycle and our sleep cycle it's the like flow that our body has like with our it's our internal clock and our exterior clock um and so it's like rising with the sun and sleeping when the moon rises that sort of thing um so if the sun's up and out um then we should be up and out um there's this quote that I love that says like, we should make the sun jealous that we're out and about and we're, we're taking advantage of its light um, every day. And, and so I think that that's, that's where I meant by that, by being in, in tune with our circadian, circadian rhythm. Yeah. Nice. I am learning a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> 
I actually, I wrote some stuff down. I wrote, I waited till after because honestly, when you were talking about that, I felt like <laughs> I am self-caring right now. It was so <laughs> relaxing to me to just hear like about your, um, your morning routine. And I, and I know, and like, we were talking about that a little bit before, um, my circadian rhythm is totally out of whack because I am such an early bird. Like before my, my, rhythm was definitely I was up at five every day right but if it wasn't five on the dot it was like right before and so right now I think that's part of what is making me feel so like off and maybe even icky if that's the word that I should use and so I wrote one down that is super hard for the communicator Gemini in me and I know and it's something that I always tell myself but it's my phone like I can I can have that thing in my hand and be doing something else. And like, I, I think that I, and I wrote, I wrote, I'm like, I wrote, fuck my phone <laughs> on the paper because I really do want to try to not be on it as much so that I can just take advantage of that like time. And usually during my morning ritual, it's similar, which is funny to, to yours a little bit. Um, and I do, you know, try to not use my phone, but I think because I'm working from home now, like those rules, I kind of just threw out the, win the window and now my phone is like always with me um, because before it was easy to like put it in a drawer. I'm at work, I'm here, but now it's like work is right next to my bed. And even if I put it in a drawer, like who cares? I'm in my room, I'm going to take it out. So I'm definitely going to set that intention to like put it away and, and, and not do that. Um, because I, I think that that's why I've also been um, sleep or like the sleep, man, that quality of sleep. I really want to get it back to where it wasn't I felt rested. And because it like, like, yes, he said, like for some people, like I know um, I've just always been an early riser. But I, like my brother, I do not talk to that to that guy for like an hour <laughs> in the morning when when I hear him get up, because I know that, you know, he's just not he needs to have his coffee first. For sure. Oh my God. That's like me. <laughs> this is like, we get along. I know. I know. Like, I'm a lot like your brother. You're like a lot like my sister. <laughs> it happens. If you don't have that coffee cup in the morning, it's like, please like, do not talk to me until I'm ready. <laughs> oh, I'm so annoying. I am ready to talk your ear off at like 5 a.m. So oh it's probably God. a good thing that I wake up before most people <laughs> because there's no one to talk to. <laughs> That's funny. And kids would actually, uh, at work, kids would come into the office and they would be like, trying to tell me something. And they would see my face right away. They're like, oh, Miss Jessica, have you not had your cup of coffee yet? <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> like, we'll come back later. <laughs> it's so funny how they know. But that's so interesting. Yeah. So we got to stick to routine, Chancla. We just got to find a routine. I get back on that. <laughs> Definitely. Because I, I started incorporating moving or like movement. And actually I was, um, I don't really know how to do yoga super properly, but like, if you watch one of Priscilla's videos, I'm going to like link her too so that you can see it and follow her stories there. Like when she's doing the yoga, it's just like really like, I'm going to go throw out my yoga mat. And then that's one, that is actually one new thing. If like anybody that knows me knows that, uh, Working out, like I just no grassy. Like I, I would not go to a gym if I did. I had to go with somebody so that I it was like I felt like I was holding myself accountable. And and now that I that we're in this, like I'm I'm doing I'm doing it. I'm working out. It's so weird. And then like Priscilla said, it's like I just throw my yoga mount outside. I have to like put my puppy inside. Unfortunately, that's the time he can't share with me because he thinks my yoga mat is where he's taking a nap or where he's gonna cuddle with me. <laughs> yeah, it's but, a common um, problem. <laughs> I'm like, man, no, this is, this is where I'm going to exercise. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. But, um, but I started moving more and, and it has helped. Um, and, but I just want to kind of start that routine back up a little bit earlier, because I know that that's one of those things that works for me because the later in the morning I go, the, the, the more like, uh, frantic I feel. I think I like lost that sense of like, usually by like six or seven, I had, you know, my coffee or my smoothie and I had like my makeup on because that's something that for me is also like a self-care. I enjoy do, like that process of I'm just doing my makeup in the morning and I haven't, I, I think I put, I put on makeup today for the girls. <laughs> but like, yeah. I, 
I haven't really here and there. I can count like on my hand how many times I've done my makeup since um, this all started. Yeah, that makes me think a lot about um, that and like what we were talking about earlier. How so? So we're all like not all of us, but a lot of us are working from home, and that is a incredibly new way to adapt to to our life. Our, our lifestyle has shifted. My lifestyle has shifted 100%. I'm not going somewhere and, and working with people all day. I'm staying home and working with people through these mediums, like the phone and the computer. Um, and so self-care is so important right now because we have to learn to separate those two things. Like we have to learn that work time is work time and me time is me time. Um, and I think that that's like where the cell phone thing started um, because our our job is connected to Instagram as well now and our jobs connected to our phones via email or via messaging. And so it's, you know, in my line of work, if I open up that can of worms in bed, it almost is just not healthy for me. You know, it's not healthy for me to read about about kids and and their families and what's going on at home while I'm barely waking up, you know, next to my partner. That doesn't do anybody, uh, serve anybody a justice. So Monday through Friday, it's, it's next to me because I need my alarm. And Saturday and Sunday, I don't need my alarm. So it's in another room. It doesn't, my phone does not sleep with me. Um, So that's one way to try it. And and it's a practice. It's um, so practice it non-judgmentally. Like give yourself time and give yourself a break. Yeah, some days I break. I wake up and I want to know what's happening on Instagram. I need to know. Um, but I practice and I try. And and you know, I I sometimes have to like coach myself in the morning. Like wake up and be like, okay, you don't need to look at your phone right now. You know, what time is it? Okay, te levantas. You know, you go act like being born, you wash your face and, and you carry on with your day and you do the things that are, are important for you. Um, but yeah, self-care practices are so important because we're working from home and we have to learn to separate those two things. Also, I'm not leaving my house. I'm not leaving my dog and my partner. We're in this together. And sometimes I need a break from all that testosterone. I need, I need time for myself. And, and, you know, I have to learn to set boundaries. I have to learn to say, like, I love cooking with you, babe, but I'm just going to chop these onions on my own right now, okay? <laughs> Give me a little bit of space. Let me meditate on the cebolla by myself, and then we could cook the rest of the meal together. Or I love, you know, having cafecito with you, but can I just have it by myself on the porch? Just, just this once, just today, because we've got, like, I don't know how long this is going to last and we're going to be drinking coffee together all the time. Um, and so, yeah, just being really gentle with yourself but, and at the same time empowering yourself to, to adopt these, these rituals and practices. And I, and I love what you also mentioned about boundaries because um, I think you're right. Um, we are working a lot right now um, from home and our schedule may look a little bit different, right? And I think specifically for both of us, like right now, our schedule looks very, very different. And I think even reminding myself like, Hey, it's okay to kind of like take a break between here and there. Like, you know, I'm, if I'm going to go take a walk, it's okay for me to do that. Right. Um, just like being able to have balance between work and my own personal life and then kind of like finding space to do some self-care, I think that has been a challenge and a challenge that I'm still working on, but you know, I'm still working on it. I'm not going to be hard on myself about it. Uh, Cause you know, we're human. And, you know, again, because we have so much love and care for our students that we generally do worry about them a lot. Like also knowing like, Hey, you know, there's only like so much that I can do today and being able to create that healthy boundary of like, Hey, I just need a little bit of me time right now and, and being okay with that. And that your partner is also supportive of that. Like, cool. Yeah. Do whatever you need to do. Um, you know, and that's, again, like living back at home with my family, that has been a challenge <laughs> um, because I'm used to like being on my own and making my own decisions and doing all these things. But, you know, it's not a bad challenge. I mean, it's just like a thing that I'm, I've gone used to now. Uh, 
and you know like just learning to be like it's cool they're dealing with their own thing and I'm just gonna focus on me and gotta do me and and that helps (laughs) so for anyone out there that's quarantined with their parents I hear you I feel you (laughs) so you need lots of love (laughs) but yeah I I love all of this Uh, so thank you for sharing that um and then on that note uh one of the things that we wanted for you to do uh with our community here right because now we're a, a community all together um it's for us to see if you wouldn't mind sharing maybe like um like a little guided meditation or practice that you maybe work with with your clients because uh, we figure what a beautiful way to end this but before we end Chanta, do you have anything else to add before we head and hand it off to Priscilla? I think just a big one that um, I, I I do need a reminder on is that uh, is that part about being like kind to myself because I do and I notice I think especially when when my anxiety is at on at an all time high I am so mean to me like <laughs> I really am and and I need to like check the way that I'm talking to myself because it pours over it, it pours over into the way that I talk to others around me and like you were saying you know I reminded or I, I remembered you know being here with my parents like usually right we can all pick up and leave and like we go and we do you know we're doing all kinds of things but right now where are you gonna go <laughs> like there's nowhere there's nowhere to go <clears throat> so it's just making sure that um I'm trying to keep like the tood <laughs> in check you know and like being being kinder to myself when maybe I don't do the thing with my phone or when I when I'm irritated because of whatever reason like trying to just remember like that's a that's like a personal problem that I'll you know I'm going to take care of and I'm going to try to take care of it in a nicer way so that when I speak to myself with kind words I can speak to others with kind words yeah so um I've got a I've got a a tip for you um and maybe it'll help the community too Uh, so last episode you talked about love languages how do you receive love? What's your like top love language? Number one. I I am, I think, uh, acts of service and words of affirmation. Like okay. Acts of service and words of affirmation. Um, all right. No little homework assignment for Sandra here. Um, think of a couple, like maybe three to five acts of service um, that you can have or do for yourself when you let yourself down. It's inevitable. We F up. We pick up the phone when we wake up. Uh, We, sometimes we just F up. We don't, we don't do what we say we're going to do. But a big part of this self-care practice is being kind to yourself and, and not judging yourself. And so you know your love language, you know that acts of service are important to you. And when um, people perform those acts on you, or then you feel loved, you feel good. And so you should practice that with yourself. Um, can you think of an example so our audience could kind of understand what I'm saying? What's an act, act of service that you appreciate or that you enjoy? And it, it could be either from yourself or from someone else. You know what I think I'm going to do? Um, for for myself but for others because I I like that too I like to um I have um these cards and I you know I enjoy snail mail sometimes I don't know how to send it I sent one recently and it got sent back to me because I did <laughs> something wrong I don't know what I did but it's a very rare occasion and I have them and usually you know in the in regular times I I randomly will give them to people but I, I don't know when I'm going to see people again. <laughs> so maybe sending them out. And um, and I have, you know, in my mind, like, if I have a card, I'm like, oh, this card is so this person. Maybe I'll, you know, take some time this week to write to that person. Um, and it'll be a good way, a good release, like, for me, I think, too. Yeah. Um, to just kind of, you know, do that. And maybe maybe in those, I'll write one to myself. And like hide it somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a great idea. I'm like visually seeing like three index cards. I love index cards. I'm a fave. Um, three index cards folded in half. You write three lovely like love letters to yourself. And yeah, you stash them somewhere in your room. And that day when you wake up and you're like, 
fuck, I didn't do what I said I was going to do. You go to that stash and you open it up um, and you love yourself and, and you, you show yourself that you love yourself and that you're human and that you make mistakes, but okay, there's always tomorrow. I love that. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I wrote it down. So it's, it's a real homework assignment. Yeah. I'll check <laughs> up on you. You know, I love school, so I'm gonna check up. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I love that. Um, we'll definitely give an update in the next episode to see if La Chancla followed through with her homework. <laughs> We're all going to keep her accountable. Um, well, before we close the episode, because the episode is going to close with you, um, <clears throat> your practice. But I know in the last episode, uh, like normally we do share at the end of, of the episode, like uh, one or two things that uh, we we have been watching the week or we have been reading. Um, so I thought maybe like before we close this episode, all of us could share one thing that we've been like up to or doing or whatever product that you love and on yourself or whatever. Um, so Sandra, do you want to go first? Yes. Um, so I've been spending a lot of money and that's another thing I'm going to try to like. Um, so Sephora had a sale recently and I, you know, it was 20%. So I took advantage and um, I like never buy this, this particular product because I feel like it's too much to spend on, on like something like that. And I know that I could make it and I know that I could, you know, like do that, but I've never been successful at recreating the, the smell and like the consistency of it. So I bought, I'll show you guys. Um, I'll, maybe I'll post it later, but it's this, um, it's the supple skin oil by uh, L'Occitane. Um, this is what it looks like. Yeah, this is what it looks like. And I love it. I literally, I put this stuff in on everything and everything like for myself, the smell is really good. There would be times where I wouldn't wear perfume and I'm a big fragrance person and I'll just put this oil on and it smells so good. It feels really good. So I actually splurged and I bought uh, this is like a rare occasion. If I didn't get it gifted to my, to me, or like if I didn't buy the little like hand lotion, cause that's how I would like kind of satisfy that like need for the smell. Um, I like never purchased it. So I went ahead and I purchased it and I, you know, like my favorite thing to do right now is when I get out of the shower usually my my ritual is lotion but I've just been putting this stuff everywhere and I smell good and I love it and it's been making me feel great so that's my obsession this time and it smells so good I've had the body wash and and the oil and I only use it on special occasions normally if I would go out on a date I would just be like lather myself with the oil (laughs) it smells so good you honestly don't need anything else all right, Priscilla. <laughs> what have I been obs- obsessed with? Um, I too have been spending some cash, um, and I love small businesses. Um, I'm a foodie, and I love small businesses. And so I have been going out in the community in my car, by foot, by bike, and I've been picking up um, local goodies like uh, some gluten-free donuts. Um, recently, though, I went to Wailua Shaved Ice downtown, and um, Brian and I were having like kind of an off day, not relationship-wise, just like mood off day. Um, and then we went to go pick up this shaved ice and it was like curbside pickup, all COVID friendly. And we sat there like just in our cars, in my car downtown, and we ate the shaved ice. Mine was mango flavor and uh, Brian's was like almond joy flavor. So I had like almendras and Nutella and coconut. It was so good. And there's these big, giant, beautiful bowls and I don't know what they put in that stuff, but it put me and Brian in the most amazing mood. Like we were just so happy and ecstatic about life. And then we geared up and we went to Whole Foods and we had the greatest time. No panic, no anxiety while shopping. Can you believe it? And, uh, and we came home and we loved it. And so shout out to Wailua. Mahalo for that awesome shaved ice. And um, yeah, it's amazing. And I just love small businesses. I'm, I'm all about it. Nice. Well, thank you for sharing. I'm going to have to go get some shaved eyes. It, it looked amazing on your picture that you had shared. Yeah. yeah. I love when you share that too, yeah. because um, I, 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 
I want to be better at that. I want to be better at supporting local businesses. So if, and she, she does it often, y'all, she does a really good job at like supporting the local businesses. So y'all have to follow her. I'll put her handle in the episode description, her, her, seriously, the meals that just the meals that she makes, the meals that she goes. <laughs> purchases like I honestly get endorphins just from like, <laughs> her pictures or her stories because they look it just looks really good I know it Thank is you. so good um well I don't have a product this time or anything like that um you guys I think I've shared so much that I hate reading lately and I haven't really read anything so I thought I would give it a shot and I haven't I'm not reading I'm listening to an audiobook which I'm like you know baby steps um, so I'm listening to this book called A Dream Called Home, and it's by Reina Grande. Um, and it's a beautiful story just of her upbringing. Um, it's one of her latest books. Um, and it just like really narrates her journey moving from Mexico, from um, Iguala, Mexico and Guerrero um, to L.A., Right? And it just talks about her transition, um, kind of like the family struggles. They touch a little bit about mental health. Um, but she just did such a beautiful job about just like the descriptions within the book. Uh, my, my dad is from Guerrero. So uh, she talks a lot about like her upbringing in Guerrero. And I used to visit my grandma a lot in Guerrero when I was little. So it like really just reminded me of like just the setting that she would describe. Um, and I could just like really relate a lot to her story growing up. So I thought it was a cool book. So if, if you guys are looking for something, it's just, it's called A Dream Called Home. And it's really beautiful. Um, so that's what I've been doing. But anyway, on that note, now I'll pass the baton on to you, Priscilla. Floor is all, all yours. Right. Yeah. So um, I feel like uh, I've got a lot in, in my toolbox that I forgot to share. So I'm just going to put a little tidbit in there. Um, I don't know if you guys have ever heard the word grounding or um, feeling a sense of groundedness. Um, it's so important to, to feel that connection to the ground. Um, and I explain this in, in, in all facets of my life, both personal and professional. So um, I believe that we came from the earth and that we're of the earth. And so we feel more stable and um, more relajadas when we are grounded and rooted into the earth. So there's a couple of things I do um, to feel the sense of groundedness. Um, another thing that I didn't share about my morning rituals is when I'm feeling frisky, I take my socks off and I walk barefoot on the grass. Um, it's one of my grounding rituals. I go outside. Um, obviously, my patitas are warm. And the grass is cold, especially here in the Northwest, but I immediately feel that connection. I feel um, the ground, I feel the dirt, I feel the wet grass, I feel it on my feet, and I feel that connection, that supportedness that I'm feeling. Like, no matter what you do, on stable ground, obviously, no matter what you do, you could stomp, you could jump, you can throw yourself onto the ground and the earth will always catch you. It is always there. It, you, it's like, it holds you accountable. It, it tells you I'm here. I'm not going anywhere. I'm the ground. I am the earth and I'm here to support you in every way, shape or form. And so that is one of my basic rituals. Um, another thing that makes me feel super grounded is to sit on the floor or to sit on the ground. Um, today I'm sitting on a chair, which is fine. It's also good for you. Um, and it can be used in this practice, but there's something about feeling your bum, like your bum straight on the ground, feeling that connection to the ground and, and really thinking like, there's nothing I could really do right now to change the earth. The earth is beneath me and it is supporting me and it is always supporting me. Um, also when you walk, mindfully walking like those walks I take with Kona in the morning if I like really meditate during that walk and I think like no matter what I do unless I'm being clumsy sometimes we're clumsy um the ground is there even when we're clumsy and we fall like it's right there you know it catches your caída no matter what you do and um and it's really good to think about that or when you are mindfully walking and you see the trees and then you start to think like wow, those trees, I see them above ground, but what's happened, happening below the ground? The trees are deeply rooted and super connected to the earth. So um, I'm going to help us find some ground today together. 
And we're going to do that. So it looks like we're all sitting in a chair because I can see them. Uh, and we're going to first let our feet drop down on the ground. So take a few moments and wiggle your feet, wiggle your toes, move your feet around. Really try to push all four corners of your feet onto the ground. Starting with your big toe, and all the other toes until your pinky toes down on the ground. And really start to think about what I said, that no matter what we do, the ground is always there. It's always holding firm. It's always holding there for us. We can always count on the ground. And take a few moments, continue to find your feet on the ground. And notice that you're in a seated position. So maybe you start to straighten the back, move the shoulders around so that they're comfortably sitting. Your shoulders are relaxed. And then you can look forward and find either one point to focus on, or you could close your eyes. I want you to start thinking about your breath. Notice how your breath feels in your body, how it feels as it moves through your nose, through your chest, through your belly, through your thighs, all the way down to your feet. And continue to intentionally move your breath from your feet all the way up, moving through your body, slowly but surely, there's no rush, taking as many inhales, And exhales. To go from the head, from the top of your head. All the way down to your feet. Continue to breathe. Focusing. On your inhale and on your exhale, continuing to practice non-judgment, things happen, things come to mind, distractions come to mind, but continue to focus on your breath. Before we end this practice today, I want you to think of something that's been stressing you out. Something that's getting on your nerves, making you anxious. I want you to bring that thought, that thing with your breath all the way down to your feet. Slowly breathing in and out. Making space for that thought to move down. And when you feel that that stressor has made it down to your feet, I want you to start to think of a place, the most beautiful place where you feel the earth is stable enough and rooted enough to leave your stress. 
So I am walking through the forest. I have a shovel. And I am going to dig a hole, not too big, not too small. And that is where I am going to leave my stress. In the earth, in the dirt, beneath the trees. Because I know that the earth is stable enough and that I could count on the earth to hold on to that for me. And with my shovel, I bury that stress, I leave it there. And I take as many breaths as I need to, to walk away. Maybe your heart starts to beat a little faster. Maybe you get a little sweaty. But you continue to be kind and focus on the inhale. And on the exhale. Continue practicing that breath. ready, slowly wiggle your toes and your fingers, open your eyes. Thank you. Thank you so much. That feels super relaxing. I'm way, way too relaxed right now. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot I was hungry. <laughs> Well, thank you so much, Priscilla. We really appreciate you being on this and those last two episodes. And thank you for sharing your knowledge. I, I hope that you know that we we both like just love you so much. And I really appreciate you just being here today. Thank you. Thank you for um, yeah giving me this platform to share and um, to reflect. Um, reflection is also a good self-care practice. So thank you. 